Good day, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Let's Be Diverse. I'm your host, Andrew Stout. This episode is dedicated to all my loved ones who have supported me through this journey. The idea of failing can be a very scary thing. Getting a failing mark on a test, making a meal that didn't come out right, or making a mistake at work that can be a hard selection for all of us, especially if we feel that we tried our best. Well, while our failing can temporarily damage our self-esteem and confidence in terms of overall learning the journey, failing ultimately provides a valuable lesson for all of us. While we all know that it can be unpleasant, failure is a normal part of our learning process. On this episode, we're going to discuss failure and replacing it with learning. My guest today will be a lady who has a lot of knowledge and experience in this area. And her name is Danielle McCombs. Now, Danielle is a growth-minded individual that is constantly striving to improve herself and deepen her understanding of the world around her. She is a native New Yorker that relocated to San Francisco in 2016. After a 20-year career in a commercial real estate, Danielle decided to pursue her passion for inspiring others to be the best version of themselves. She is a co-active trainer, institute certified coach, and has started her own life coaching practice called Danielle McCombs Coaching. Danielle hosts her own podcast as well, The Opposite of Small Talk, with her friend Christy Ollinger, where they explore topics about personal and professional development, focusing on correction, reflection, and social justice. Welcome to the show, Danielle. It is an absolute pleasure to have you on today. Thank you so much, Andrew. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, we discussed about having you on, so I was looking forward to this day for a while now, so excited to get you here. I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> How have you been? I've been doing well. Yeah, just working on continuing to build my coaching business and just enjoying doing my podcast and trying to enjoy all that life has to offer. I'm glad that all is going well. Before we begin, I always have a fun question to ask my guests to get things going. Are you ready for yours? Let's do it. <laughs> so my question today was, is, what was one thing you ended up realizing that you can't believe you didn't realize before? Oh, that's a good question. I think, I, I feel like every day I have a moment where I realize something and realize it changes the way you look at things before. I would say my most recent uh thing that happened was I was actually in a class this weekend where the, co- the coaching program that I went through, you have the ability to assist in classes after you've taken them. And so I, I was doing that this weekend. And one of the things we were doing was talking about the stories we write of, about ourselves and the stories we believe about ourselves. And I walked away with, are the stories that I have about myself, are they really true or am I just really attached to them? Mm. And that was just a moment that I'm still working through that one of what that means and what, you know, but are there ways that we can rewrite our stories as well that are more beneficial for us? That's an interesting way of looking at that. For sure. I'll be curious to see what you came up with. Yeah, I think it, it, and it, it, 
I think it'll work into our conversation today too. It's very, very possible. <laughs> I appreciate you having, I appreciate you having fun with me, Danielle. I always look forward to those with my guests. So I appreciate your support. So why don't we get to show on the road here? So Danielle, we've spoken online and over the phone and it gave me an opportunity to get to know you, but for the benefit of our listeners, why don't we start our discussion today with you telling our audience a little bit about yourself? No problem. As you mentioned in the intro, I am, I'm a native New Yorker, which I've also been told that the only people who introduce themselves that way are New Yorkers. So I grew up in New York and about seven years ago, I picked up and I moved to California. So I've been here for quite some time. And that was a big change in my life, picking up from the place of everyone that I knew, the place that I had grown up and everything that I knew there to start a new life across the country. And in that time, I learned a lot about myself and who I was and what I really had time to really question what I wanted out of life. And in those, I would say the last seven years, I've realized that the path that I was on, it was time to change that a little bit. And so about a year ago, I decided to leave my corporate job in commercial real estate after 20 years wasn't at the same job, but I was in the same industry for 20 years and decided to leave that and move into the world of life coaching. And that has been the thing that I have been pursuing now for over a year and has really changed the way that I see the world and changed the way that I show up in the world. And it's been really rewarding and I feel very much more aligned with myself, which is a great way to be. Yes, I think I have a similar story. I left a city that I grew up in and I moved to another city in Canada after Mm -hmm. growing up in that city, knowing everything, knowing everybody, and just picking up and going to another city. And I believe I needed a change and I felt like everybody around me was changing or had changed, Mm -hmm. but I hadn't. So I needed to do something to change. So I remember deciding, okay, I'm going to take a leap. I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to start applying for jobs somewhere. And I ended up meeting my wife and I ended up moving to the province that she lived in, Canada. She hasn't gotten sick of me yet. All is good. (laughs) I do admit it, Danielle, I do drive her crazy sometimes. All is good. But that's the job of a man. We drive our spouses crazy. I think that's (laughs) We got to keep them on our toes. Exactly. In your opinion, what do the words fail and learning mean to you? I think that... Failure is just a bad word for learning. So if you, it just depends on the way you want to look at things. And so if you say that not being able to do something is a failure, and that can be the end of stop sentence right there. So you failed and that was it. But if you choose to really take time and examine that failure, there's a lot of lessons in there. And what that does is allow you to make different choices going forward, learn new things, decide the things that are right for you. And so I think that the word failure really just is the negative side of learning and we get to choose how we look at it. When I think of failure and learning, I think about int, humble, flexible, innovative, creative, and motivation. 
So if you fail, then I think you have to be resilient. You have to be humble and realize what you did. You have to be flexible and innovative and figure out what you did and try to improve that. And then that makes you creative and then you get your motivation from there. Absolutely. So in your opinion, why do you feel people are so overwhelmed to learn from failing? So I think it has a lot to do with the mindset of it all. And if your mindset is you have a fixed mindset, let's say, and the only thing that you are that is going to happen here is that you're going to you're either going to succeed or you're going to fail. If you are able to change that into a growth mindset, which means you know that you have the ability to learn things from things that happen to you. And so if you can have the mindset of okay, if I try this thing and I fail, I have the opportunity to try again based on the lessons that I learned here. And I have the ability to learn new things at all times. And I think just failure is a way to, that can just keep you down. It takes away your motivation. But if you're looking at things as this is an opportunity for me to learn, that keeps your motivation going in a way that is it's just it's the same exact thing. It's just what you call it. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And when you say that it's a learning thing, We learn because we think it's a traumatic life experience. It causes a little bit of stress, but we do learn if we can feel like we can learn from that. We have the the confidence to do that. I can see in your line of work that people feel like they made a mistake, but they may not have the confidence to do that. In my line of work, when someone makes a mistake at work, it's the same thing. They're down, oh, I can't do this, or I'm frustrated. This process is giving me a hard time. So I could see where there could be some stumbling blocks there. A hundred percent. And I think, but if you think also, the word failure to me also has a very finite end. And I think that is also where people get stuck. But let's be real. Everybody has failed and like, the world continues to turn and you do new things. So you can either choose to like wallow in that failure and it just really is going to keep you, it's going to hold you back from getting up sooner because everybody gets back up, right? It's just the quicker, I think the quicker you can recover is based on your mindset and your belief of what that failure means. Do you find in your line of work that there's some people that it's harder for them to get over the fact that they've, failed and to continue do you find that they have trouble getting out of their own way in some cases i think that everybody has trouble getting out of their own way i think that we can be our best friend and our worst enemy all at the same time and so i think being able to focus on that mindset we get to choose we get to choose whether it's a failure or an opportunity to learn and giving the clients that I work with a lot of time, it's refocusing that mindset on if we want to sit here and we want to focus on the failure, we could do that. But that's not really serving you moving forward. We've got to focus on what happened and try to move, like you said, move forward. And what can we do to be better people and to to succeed and mm-hmm. not to be afraid to try? Exactly. The afraid to try is such a huge drawback. Mm-hmm. If you, if you And if you look at everything of either it's, a success or a failure and that is it, 
you're going to be so much more hesitant to try new things because the stakes are really high. But if you can look at things as this is an opportunity for me to learn and grow, regardless of the outcome, things are much more exciting and there is a lot more opportunity. So many people have told me over the years that we can only learn if we fail, which is meant trying, basically. So if we feel like we're always failing, how do we learn I think it's just that is taking that action. So it's taking the step, putting things into action and not just sitting back and either worrying about the failure. If you don't ever fall down on your face, you're not going to be able to get back up. So if you just sit in the corner, not taking those chances, you're not going to learn anything. You can play it safe, but you miss out on those opportunities. And so The one thing that I will say of like the idea of failure and success, I think a lot of times we get stuck in our own minds, in our own mindset, and we're afraid to take steps moving forward due to the judgment of ourselves, but also what we're afraid everyone else is going to judge us at. And something that has been really liberating for me is no one is paying that close attention to you. So take that chance. And do the thing that is exciting to you, the thing that you want to do. And don't be afraid of the judgment of other people. Don't let that hold you back because it's a lot worse in your own mind than it is in reality. Do you think that in that process of taking action, we've had to learn to adapt? Because during COVID, I think many organizations stayed the course and I hate the word fail as well, but they failed. And organizations had to learn to adapt when it came to employees needing to work from home. So they had to learn this new process of people working from home and like having meetings and working with people and making sure that they're doing their work. So do you think that adapting is all part of that? A hundred percent. I think COVID is a great example of how many times did people quote unquote fail and continue to move on, right? This was a thing that nobody had experienced before. So even the idea of, oh, you're supposed to know what to do when the world shuts down due to a global pandemic, which no one has ever experienced before. And how do we do that? Of course, there's going to be things that fail, right? First, we're going to try, we're going to try doing every day. We're going to be on a Zoom call for five hours. That doesn't work for everyone or any, anything that they, it was all an experiment. And a lot of times experiments don't work. And so it was a lot of things that people were forced to, you didn't really have a choice but to try new things and a lot of it was going to fail. And so I think if we can look at things and not be so tied to an outcome and just really understand the learning process that's in there, there's so much to learn. That's a golden nugget right there. I totally (laughs) agree with you 100% on that one for sure. So something that I read on your website that caught my attention was that you say that after 20 years, you know, we talked about in your intro as well, you left your 20-year career in commercial real estate and you decided to pursue your passion for inspiring others to be the best versions of themselves. Now, I know that some people change careers because they are unhappy, but many people get out of those careers after many years of school as well, not knowing if they like it or not. So what made you learn that you wanted to pursue another 
passion? So I would say I the career that I fell into, I think I did the same way that many people do. I went to school and I needed a job when I got out and this was what was available. And so I fell into an industry in the world of commercial real estate. I found that I liked it. And it was good. I worked for a good company. And then I was there for a long time and decided, oh, I have an opportunity to go to school. So I got my master's in real estate and changed jobs from there. I moved to the West Coast. I had a couple jobs out here that were in the same field. And I think I got to a place where I was in the middle of my career. I had been doing it for 20 years. And it was a place of saying, do I want to do this for another 20 Or do I want to do something else? And I very easily could have stayed in the idea of this is what I do. I've done it for a long time. I've invested a lot in this. I have an education in it. And I've invested a lot of time learning this industry and getting good at what I do. But the idea of doing it again wasn't lighting me up in the same way. And in that time, I had I had learned a lot of stuff about myself and a lot of stuff about the world outside of commercial real estate. Mm-hmm. And that was doing that work on myself of what I really wanted changed the way that I saw things. And so I think you mentioned my podcast that I do with my friend Christy, The Opposite of Small Talk. That was like step one in opening up my world because we were talking to people who had nothing to do with real estate, people who had a story of a lot of people were in corporate for a long time and they they had a similar story of I have I have a good job, I have I I have the job title and I'm making good money and I'm still not happy. This isn't what I thought it was going to be because I think we're all told, right, to stay on this path get the job, get the promotion and do all of this and everything will be great. But that's not fulfilling for everyone. And hearing that story again and again, I realized that it wasn't fulfilling for me. It wasn't, I wasn't very unhappy. I could have been okay still doing the thing, but then I realized that there was other things out there that I was more interested in and that was a lot, a lot more aligned with me and who I was and who I was becoming. And so I hired a coach myself. This is before I even considered becoming a coach. I hired a coach because I knew there was something else I wanted to do and I didn't know what that was. And I knew I needed someone to help me find it and needed someone to be able to help me clarify my thoughts and feelings and challenge me in what those were. So I started working with a coach and after we worked together for a little while, I realized I want to do what you're doing. The way that you're making me see myself in such a different way and really question the things that I've done, that's what I want to do. And so that's how I decided to pursue this passion was really just learning that there was other things out there and that I was passionate about it and that it could just bring me something else. So it was definitely taking a leap, but it was, it's been really fulfilling and it has changed, changed my life in so many ways, but also changed the way that I think everyone doesn't need to stay in the same thing forever just because you're good at it or you've been there a long time. Like there, there are other options. And I think a lot of times we get really narrowed in on what we can see as the possibilities for ourselves when we've been doing something for a really long time. Something that you said caught my attention when you said an invested time 
Um, I did a podcast episode about career clarity and basically the same story that you just told me is that she invested her time in a career, went to school, got her diplomas, got into HR and the recruitment. She moved her way up, up the ladder and she thought that's what she wanted. But every time she moved up, she was not happy. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have the discussion today is because I talk to people and a lot of them are not happy and they feel bad that they spent so much time studying, looking, learning, getting into their careers, getting their job, house, car, and they end up after a few years, this is not for me. And they just feel disappointed and, and that word that we both don't feel comes to them and comes to their mind, oh, I spent all that time and money on an education and I feel like I failed because I don't like what I'm doing. When in reality, they tried it, just because you don't like it doesn't mean that you can't try it again. Like, I think we've all gone on a vacation where that we, a place that we didn't like, doesn't mean that we're never gonna go on vacation ever again. It just means that we're going to look into something different maybe or a new place or a different type of holiday. So I just think we shouldn't be afraid to try new things. And if we're not happy in what we're doing, then let's adjust, adapt and figure out exactly what it is that we want to do. And if we need help to figure that out, like you did, Danielle, then let's get it. I couldn't agree with you more. I think we it's so easy to get into the mindset too. If you think that, okay, I went to school and I got this job and now the only way to succeed is to stay in a job that I'm unhappy in for the next 20 years and that says success to you and not failure, it's it, that's fine if you don't want to label yourself failure, but really what are the benefits of that? There is no benefit to it. Right. I mean, when we're talking about benefits, the only thing that can possibly happen, which there's, I don't know how it is in the States, but in Canada here, Danielle, the numbers are growing and growing of people who are needing to get help in a mental health aspect because they're not happy or they're de depressed or they, again, feel like they failed or they're just not happy. So they're turning to somebody and then it's costing them time, the company time, because they're not happy when they can just say, okay, you know what? I need a change. And there's nothing wrong with saying to yourself, I need a change. I don't know what I want to do, but I do need a change. And then seek somebody like yourself out or someone else out to help them to figure out exactly what they want to do and who they want to be. And so not labeling that failure, but labeling that time as learning. And I think that's the thing, right? I'm not going to say that I was a failure in commercial real estate. I wasn't. I had a 20-year career. And I that time 
isn't taken away from me because I left the industry. My degree isn't taken away from me because I left the industry. It served me while it did, but I also think the education that I have a master's degree in real estate. It's not something I use every day, but the experience that I had of going to school part-time while I was working, just being able to manage that stuff, that's even an experience. The connections that I made while I was there are things that I'm, are still beneficial to me today. So I think it's just understanding that we grow and change over time and what our needs and wants are going to change as well. And just because our needs and wants change doesn't mean that we're a failure. No, it doesn't. It just means that you want to make a change. You want to figure stuff out. Look, I went back to school after numerous years I had the interest of getting into human resources and I went back after a number of years I have a uh, hotel restaurant management diploma that I took years back and I don't feel like I failed it just I tried it and it just wasn't for me I tried different aspects of it. I worked in the hotels, I worked in restaurants, I worked in bars. I had my own little catering business on the side. So I tried a little bit of everything, but I just found that in order to make money, I had to be an owner of a place. And I just love a restaurant or a hotel. And I didn't win the lottery, so I wasn't able to buy myself a restaurant or a hotel. And I just figured, okay, let's adapt I love that word adapt so mm-hmm. adapt and figure out what else I wanted to do and years later human resources was the way I wanted to go and here I am doing a podcast talking about different topics of human resources so it's okay to to switch and decide on different things and do different things Right. And Andrew, how boring would the world be that if everybody at 18 years old decided what they wanted to be for the rest of their lives and that's what you went and did? I think it's because a lot of people back in the day, I don't know if it's still the way now, but a lot back in the day, I know my friends, when they went to school, they studied, their parents would pay for school. Oh, I want to do this. And the parents paid for it. And then I've had some friends that got through four years and then decided, you know what, I want to go back to school because I don't like what I did. And then the parents would be like, well, how come you want to do this now? You were so interested in the other field. And now they'd say you wasted four years of school and now you're going back to school. But in reality, my thought process is that they didn't waste it. Some of the things and some of the skills that they learned from the course they took, they're always going to be able to take it wherever they go. Like you said, not everything, but certain aspects of it, they're going to definitely be able to take with them. Decided that they wanted to do something different. At least they decided that they wanted to do something different. Like you said, at least they didn't go into it and get go into a depression because they just, they absolutely hate it. At least they figured out earlier, this is not for me. I need to change and I need to do something else. And we work for a very long time and a very big part of our lives. So I think changing your area that you're in is totally normal. Or And it's also probably healthy. It keeps you sharp. It keeps you engaged. And so I'm not saying that everybody should go out and quit their job and find something totally new. I know that's not for everyone. But it's also the keeping the idea open 
keeping the possibilities open of, of what's out there that you don't become so narrow-minded that you can only see one thing. So I think that's a big part of it is just not seeing this as a, oh, I picked this thing many years ago and it has to still be who I am today because hopefully we are always growing and changing and so are our interests and our desires are all going to change. Absolutely. Any final thoughts for our guest today, Daniel? Andrew, I really appreciate you having me here, and I think that this was a great conversation. What I hope is that your listeners start to change the way they look at the word failure and maybe start replacing it with, what did I learn here? And looking into having more of that growth mindset of when I fall down on my face, I pick myself back up figure out what took me down and how I can make changes to move forward and maybe fall down again, but that's also okay. No, it's okay to pick ourselves back up if something didn't work for sure. If any of our listeners want to get a hold of you, Danielle, how might they do so? Yeah, you can reach out to me on my website is www.daniellemacombs.com. And if you are interested in looking into coaching, you can book a free session on through that website to see if we would be a good match to work together. And you can also check me out on my podcast, The Opposite of Small Talk. Wonderful. On behalf of my guest, Danielle, I would like to thank you all for taking the time to join us today. And until next time, be safe. And remember, if we all work together, we can accomplish anything.